This is the School of Woo Woo. Welcome, students. Students, seekers, and people looking to have a good time. Hell yeah. We'll be your guides on this metaphysical adventure. I'm Amber. I'm Leah. And class is now in session. Welcome back, students. Hi, class. Are you as surprised to hear from us as we are to be recording? <laughs> this feels brand new all over again. I feel uncomfortable and awkward. I know. And like, is this going to work? Welcome to season two or the second year of season one. <laughs> That's more accurate. That's where we are. We're in the second year of season one. So before you get like nestled in and excited that we're going to like do the Aries episode, <laughs> let's just address that right now. It's not this happening is not right that. Now. It's not we're right now. sorry. That's why we're still in the first season. It is on our radar and we think that we have secured the guests mm-hmm. to interview for the Aries and Taurus season so we can wrap up season one. We finally will move on to like a, a real season two. Yeah, instead of what we ever we are doing this right now. This feels like us, though, guys. Really get with the Libras and the Sages and chat with them because they're still fired up about their episodes. They've got some anger. And, you know, the Aquarian one where my aunt called me to tell me that I was really mean and that I was out of bounds with the Aquarius, no complaints. Not a one <laughs> has complaints. And I'm like, again, they have no feelings. They really don't care about other people's opinions. They laugh. About the shit I said, uh-huh. and then they just move on. So, yeah, my Libra aunt, take note. The Aquarians still don't care. <laughs> about any of us or you, okay? <laughs> like, if you didn't get that from the Aquarius episode, know that now. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have some change-ups in this year two of season one. <laughs> <laughs> and we found some things out. We did. One, I learned how to check analytics on Spotify. I haven't yet checked on Apple. And if someone knows how to do that, please call me and help me because I'm like, I don't know. They keep using words that I don't understand what they're saying. I'm like, I don't know how to fix this. But I was able to look at it on Spotify and about 70% of you aren't listening once we get to the homework. So we know you're not doing your homework. Secrets were revealed. Right. So we're changing. It's not just Amber that doesn't do the homework. <laughs> yeah. It's all of you. And I'm much more concerned about what all of you are doing. So, Hashtag still a Scorpio. You all are not listening even to the homework assignments. So now the homework assignments are going to be on the front end or the middle. And if that's annoying, them a heads up. I don't know why you're telling them. It's more like surprise, bitches. Here's your homework. No, we're gonna do that. We're liable to like just stop talking in the middle of a sentence. Right. If you find that annoying, you did it to yourself. We tried to put it at the end. Yep. You all stopped listening. That's on now. Heads up. There will be something possibly different at the end of every episode. There Wait has around to be. for it. It's like when you go to the movies. Okay, that was just cruel. Who's going to the movies in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> but remember when we used to go to the movies and some movies would have like a delightful little snippet at the end of the whole movie after all of the credits? Obviously, we're going to be delightful <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I make no guarantees, but there'll be something different at the end. I can't believe you all didn't already think that we were delightful at the end. I know. Seriously, a little bit fuck you right now. A little bit fuck you. So So, nobody was doing their homework. So Leah, what will the homework be? Look at, we've barely, we've been apart for 
for months. And what are we talking about right away? Homework. The homework often involved rate, review, subscribe. This is news to many of you listening because (laughs) you've never heard that before. (laughs) So the homework today is to please go rate, review, and subscribe. But now that I'm saying it, I'm like, that's just words. It's been almost four months and I don't even know what I'm saying. Subscribe to the podcast (laughs) on iTunes. Rate and review us on iTunes. And hop on over to our social media on Instagram and Facebook and like and comment. We'd love to chat with all of you. So look at your homework as be more involved with us. Also, if you are angry about the fact that we didn't post anything for the past like three and a half months, then, you know, wait till your anger has dissipated before you do the homework. I don't know. I like funny roasts. So as long as you give it a five star, <laughs> say what you will. Five five star in a roast. <laughs> yes, We're fine with that. Exactly. So when you are on iTunes, make sure that you are reviewing School of Woo Woo because a woo woo school started. I was like, who are these bitches? I just keep telling myself that what is it? Flattery, sincere, copying something. <laughs> Uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery. We have been flattered. <laughs> We're flattered. Endlessly flattered. Come flatter us some more, though, and rate review. Okay, so... Hi, students. We missed you. Can you tell? We really did. We did. And really, it was just like a situation where the guilt just keeps piling and piling and piling. Not for Amber. She feels no guilt I know. I was ever. like, I... No. That was not my experience, but please, you have the floor. (laughs) The guilt was piling, and then what happened? And now we're here. Oh, all right. No, mine was more like, I'm not in the mood to do that, so I'm not going to do that. That's Amber's literal life motto. Mm -hmm. And while that seems delightful, it's usually not. (laughs) And then people would, like, contact me for readings, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even think I can respond to this because... I'm not in the mood to do that right now, so I'm not going to do that. And which brings us... Is this it? Are we done because you're not in the mood to do that? Done! Thanks for staying with us, students. Ding, ding, ding. You got your homework. We're out. You know, let's do a little mental health check-in. And what are you giving yourself permission for? Or that? what do you feel like you need permission for to do? Because let me be the one to tell you... You have permission. What would you suggest, Amber? What are you giving people permission to do? I don't know. Be fucking sad. I can't even name the things. I know. That might have happened. (laughs) Right. Like a lot of shitty things are at play right now. So there's a lot to mourn. There's a lot of things that people are having to let go of and aren't being given the option to even say goodbye in some circumstances, which is absolutely heartbreaking and not just a first world problem. But sometimes we do feel really fucking guilty about mourning first world problems. And it's like, no, y'all, you got to mourn that shit. Otherwise it gets trapped in your system and then you're just stuck in that moment. Oh my gosh. So stuck. Okay. Here we are in this COVID phase and it's shitty, but then there's other things that are blessings. They're harder to find than one might think, <laughs> but they are, the blessings are illuminated. And I don't, are they blessings or is it more like the things that we've taken for granted are being highlighted? Right. I mean, like that could be part of it. There are definite blessings when you think about paring down like what was shit, 
What were the things that you were just like carrying through from day to day? And it's like, you've been meaning to to unload this shit, whatever it is. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a fucking house, whatever it is. And you've been meaning to unload it and change your life. And now this is giving you kind of like the impetus to do that. Or it's being done for you. I don't right. know. It's a very unsettling time. But I do think it's a reminder of everything that needs to be healed is coming to the surface right now. And that's very, very overwhelming. It's not like we're getting to take on one thing that needs our attention because all of these systems, and I'm not just talking about the United States, globally, there are many, many systems that are so fucked up and now they have to be torn down. And that's that Uranus and Taurus energy. I think we're going to have to do an episode on it. It's a seven year phase. Mm-hmm. So we're going to recommend that you go back to that root chakra episode because what is happening on a global stage, but particularly in the United States right now, is we are seeing really fucked up root chakras. It's almost like a caricature of yes. a really fucked up root chakra mm-hmm. having a temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing it play out in every way possible. I was going to get really into it and then I thought, <laughs> we don't really want to talk about this that much because you, you all know. You can just go back to the Root Chakra episode if you have questions. Did you know that your favorite podcast is up for Best Podcast of Anchorage? So, if you want to vote for us, we want to encourage you to do that. You want to vote for us. <laughs> We're talking about us also. If you, in case you had another podcast that came to mind when I said your favorite podcast, I was talking about us, obviously. So you will go to the Anchorage Press Picks and go to the entertainment category and scroll down to best podcast. And there we are, School of Woo Woo. Woo! Click vote and then it'll give you the option to share. Definitely do that. Welcome back from that commercial break. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's do it. So some people talk about how everything they needed to know they learned in kindergarten. But Amber and I have chatted about in the past that everything we ever needed to know we learned in a dungeon. Mm -hmm. And so we want to talk about energetic cords because it's a power source and it's a form of a power dynamic. Mm -hmm. So if you've listened to our kink episodes, another episode to potentially go back and listen to. Just I hope that's what you've been doing while we were off for four (laughs) months. So just re-listening. There are gems back there. We're sure. We're sure. We didn't do it, but you should. So one of the things that we want to chat about is these energetic cords that we have with people. And the reason really is that it can be a power dynamic that you're not consenting to. And really, I don't care what your power dynamic is. If you agree to it, then you have power and you are agreeing to be submissive to someone or you're agreeing to be overpowering someone. But if you aren't consenting to that and that other person is not consenting, everything just kind of needs to be reevaluated. And it might be happening on an energetic level and not on a physical or mental level, even though it might end up affecting those things. I think for so many people, what's at play is neither people are actually aware of the energetic exchange that's happening. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, we assume that this person's doing these awful things to us and we get really angry about it. And it's like, maybe 
totally possible. Also totally possible that they're not aware of how they're draining you and you're not aware of how easily you're giving up your power. And at this current phase that we're in, in 2020, you know, that fear that we talked about and that apathy and that anxiety, some of that stems from you have these energetic bonds with people that you may not even be aware of, but all of your energy is flowing out of you and you haven't consented to it because you're not even aware of it possibly. Right. One of the things that came up while we were discussing this episode is, who are you giving your power to? And that's one of the things that you really are kind of discussing when you're in a dungeon or having BDSM relationships or dynamic. Are you actively saying, I choose to do this behavior? Right. And so when you don't consent to something and it's still happening... Pause for a second and think about how helpless you feel in those moments. And Mm -hmm. for a lot of us right now, that's what we're experiencing is this overwhelm of fear mixed with a, what the fuck am I supposed to do right now? Well, what you can do is focus on where that energy is flowing. Yeah. And we need to take some of our power back. And so we need to cut off some of the drains. Mm -hmm. And those are cutting cords, cutting your energetic cords between you and another person or you in a situation. So... Energetic cords, what is it? So you have your physical body, and everyone's familiar with that, but attached to your physical body or kind of flowing through your physical body is your energetic body, and included in that is your aura. And so many people have heard about auras. They kind of um, surround the body. Some people can see them, see colors. They can feel them. If you aren't familiar, please do a Google search on this. So your aura... Um, can kind of connect with people mm-hmm. and your energy is touching, not you physically. So when we talk about in Ayurveda, there are different elements. One of the elements is ether. And in my Ayurveda classes, it was explained really well. It's kind of imagining that the whole entire room, all the free space is filled with jello. And when you touch the jello and other people are touching the jello, you're both touching the jello. And so you're both interacting with each other, even if you're not physically touching one another. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because you can imagine if I touch the jello, it's going to jiggle, jiggle, jiggle all the way to you. And you may feel that disruption, but you have no fucking idea why you're feeling it at all. Yeah. So do you feel someone when they're thinking about you? If somebody's looking at you from across the room and you can feel that someone's looking at you, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like they haven't touched you. They're just you know, touching the ether. So (laughs) this is like a Scorpio trick. Just assume they're Scorpio heavy. Right. You're like, I can feel the piercing energy. It's not even a stare because they could have their back to you and you can still feel this like poking or prodding to come to them. Yeah. That's an energetic cord. Totally. So they're kind of like, hey, you, <laughs> yes. I'm putting my attention on you. So all of those people that you're fighting with in your family or friend circle or on Facebook, you mm-hmm. have all of these cords attached to them and it's draining you. And just to take it out a little bit more broadly, sometimes it's politicians that you're angry at or it's things that are happening that you're working for in a social justice kind of way Mm -hmm. and keep doing that, but have a little bit more wherewithal or consciousness of how those things are taking away your power. If something can very easily trigger you, that usually means that you have an energetic cord to that situation or to that person or to that circumstance. So 
that's one way that you might first look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also be looking at just who are you living with or who do you have relationships with that are closest to you. They're touching the ether. So it's these energetic bonds that are connecting with people. And you don't have to be in the same place. Mm-hmm. You could be having, you know, a ping from someone who's across the world. If you ever hear about long-distance energetic healing, this can be one of the routes that people are using to actually heal each other without being in the same space. Exactly. So just like all the clairs, if you go back to the spoiler alert, you're psychic, we go through all the different ways that you might be receiving psychic energy. But those include seeing, feeling, hearing, tasting, sensing. So how do you receive psychic information is going to determine how you receive information about the energetic cords between you and another person or situation. Mm-hmm. For both Lee and I, I believe we both see and feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're going to talk about it because that's how we receive that information. <laughs> yeah. So just really quickly, let's go through the other ones just really briefly. So if you think about someone and there's a bitter taste in your mouth or you taste blood or things like that, you want to sit with that and think about how does that make me feel? What do I associate with that? Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about ways to cut the cords. And so we'll- if I'm always, every time I think about this person and I smell a certain thing, mm-hmm. you know, that is your psychic energy feeding you information. Yeah. If you hear a shrill noise or a really deep soothing voice, these are all tools for you to know like this is possibly really, really healthy or this is highly unhealthy and I want to focus on cutting this energetic connection. Mm -hmm. So for myself, when I want to see an energetic cord, I just kind of go into a slight meditative state. You don't really even have to go into like a Mm -mm. deep state. You're just kind of sensing what does that look like and what does that feel like and you'll get some kind of image and sure maybe it's just your imagination but it's not what's wrong if it's wrong Mm -hmm. it's giving you some information on the situation that you're going to be able to put to use Mm -hmm. so don't discount the information that you receive just be like oh that's interesting maybe i'll write it down maybe i'll think about it later maybe i'll think about it now it's all fine And it might be really, really random. So I don't want you to be like shocked and then immediately come out of that space if it's like a fishing line or it's one of our friends had a shower curtain rod. I've had um, ice, like literal what it looks like. Both of us have been impaled on like huge icicles. Mm -hmm. Um, This is just information that's valuable to use and the energy is already at play. So again, it's great to just kind of know what's happening behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So it's a little piece of your aura interacting with someone else. It's a circuit. You can influence them. They can influence you. Again, we want you to consent to your energetic bonds because we want you to stay very empowered in your own energy. Mm -hmm. We don't want you to be draining off on all of this random ass shit that you really ultimately probably don't even care about. Bring it on home. Mm -hmm. Pull your energy in. You can even envision... If you don't know where your energy ties are, just do an exercise of like pulling all of your energy back into like the center of your head or into your body and just whoop. I think most of us in 2020 have a few things that we're probably highly focused on. And so keeping in mind that just because it's not a person, like Amber Mm -hmm. said, it can be a circumstance or a situation. Um, It may not be a person you know. It may be a person that's at a political level that really, really upsets you. And one of the things you want to think about is 
do I want to be fucking feeding this person energy? Do I literally want to be fueling them? Because that's in a sense what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. so to me, when I draw back my energetic cords, I'm fucking human. I've got issues with what's going on. I know that. Right. And so I'll draw back my energy and it's kind of a relief to me because I can see and sense in a way that they're shriveling a little bit. And so Mm -hmm. one of the things that Amber always talks about that a lot of people might be familiar with is the energy flows where attention goes. Mm -hmm. And it's literally where you are putting your attention is where your energy is flowing to and where also you're telling the universe that you want more of. Ding, 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 ding. Right. that's the fucking kicker. Right. Is if you don't like something and that's what's got all of your attention, mm-hmm. it's literally like, who is it? Rumi? Buddha? Who says the fucking thing about you want to poison someone else, but... You're going to drink the own, no, your own poison. poison. And it's right. like, it's literally an example of that where you're so fired up about something and I get it. There are a lot of things happening right now that are really fucking upsetting. Not saying you're wrong, but let's bring our energy back and then consciously decide where's that gonna go mm-hmm. well it's almost like energetic activism yes yeah. oh i love this right. this is the kind of activism i can do for home <laughs> yes i'm so excited right. so where are you going to focus and like mentally focus and put your energy mm-hmm. so why might you not want to cut in some of these cords so for a lot of people who are kappa heavy for instance which again go listen to that episode if you don't know what that means we don't have a COPPA episode out. Okay. Back up. Back up. Good we to never know. did it. Well, fuck. Okay. Good to know. Go back and listen to the COPPA episode. <laughs> no. We never did that one. So at a time when it feels like everything's changing and nothing feels really good for most of us, it can be really, really scary to change anything. Totally. Especially things that maybe we just learned about today. And it's like, all of a sudden, I have to change that fucking too? Right? No kidding. And you're like, this is where I am right now. Like, I can't leave my house or yeah. like, whatever. But energetic cords is actually an excellent way to talk about maybe protecting yourself. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but... Some people are going to be hesitant to do it because, like Leah's saying, you're scared of any change. You're like, I just want some consistency in my life. And my consistency is that my mom's a cunt to me every day. And I'm sad about what I missed out in high school. And I wish I'd made a different choice and married someone else or whatever it is. You know, you just have to... um, you might not want to really change any of those things because there's enough going on in the world. And there's comfort in that old shit show. It's like, right. yeah, I know this. What's going to happen if I unhook this? Right. Um, a lot of people are scared if it's someone that they love, that if they detach from them, that that person will leave their life. And I can't promise you that they won't. <laughs> that's literally life. Yeah. That's- it has nothing to do with even energetic cords. Really, we can't promise that. We can't promise that on anything. I can't. You can't keep that person. We- Kind of wish we could, but we can't. So <laughs> right, here but we it's are. a if it is that situation, you got to go back to the old trope of you got to set something free, and if it comes back to you, it was meant to be sort of idea. But if you are concerned with that, you can detach all of the cords and then reattach heart to heart, and that might make people nervous um, to detach all of them. And so maybe you don't start with all of them. Maybe you start with all of them, but leave the heart. Mm-hmm. But later, eventually, you want to get to the point where you're consciously like, okay, I'm reconnecting to this person. So for people who maybe can't visualize the heart, one of the recommendations that I might give is 
is there a sweet song that you share with that person? Can you imagine sending that song to them energetically? Or is there a meal that maybe you've shared with this person that you love? And maybe you can imagine sending that scent to them. Another reason why you might be scared to cut cords is that you assume that the past is better than the future. Mm -hmm. And if that's like your core belief, then why would you want to let go of those cords? <laughs> for sure. And, you know, 2020 is really reiterating and validating that for many of us that why would I ever want to say goodbye to this past that seemed so rosy? And remember that you've rewritten that story as well. It's mm-hmm. not nearly as rosy and glossy as it is in the present in memory form. Totally. So we just have to trust that we're flowing down the river and we are going where the universe is taking us and just assume and trust that the universe is always working for us. That can be very difficult, but we have to detach from the past so that we can move forward. The other reason why you might be hesitant is just if you have a lot of chords with someone, then it seems like a lot more work mm-hmm. than just enduring. Um, if you're like, whoa, we are really attached to one another. <laughs> and you're already exhausted because 2020, then yeah, that seems really overwhelming. I guess maybe consider that as your new ritual. Right? That you might have to be cutting cords every day. Mm -hmm. Even to something that's not even that important, if you've been putting a lot of attention on it, you might need to be cutting your cords every day. So if it's someone you're really attached to or a situation you're very attached to, you really need to be putting in a little bit more effort um, to kind of break that down. And maybe you can only do one cord a day. Like I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed if they are in a situation where they have a lot of attachment. So you're just going to like pick a cord. Be like, oh, we're just going to loosen it a little bit. Okay. So why do it? Yay. You're going to have a lot more energy. And you're going to be consenting (laughs) to things. Right. You're going to be deciding where you're spending your energy. And so ideally, the reason to do it is you're going to feel so much better because you're not going to have all of this negative energy potentially being transferred between you and someone else or you and a negative thing that's happening in the news every day. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to bring yourself back. Mm -hmm. And then you can make more conscious decisions on where you're going to be putting this energy. Yeah. And that goes back to even just the simple zipping up technique. It can reinforce boundaries that you have with a person or a situation of like, nope, I decided I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And if you have a lot of attachment with someone and they've routinely stepped over your boundaries again and again and again, it can be hard to maintain your boundaries. But if you can weaken your energetic bonds, then it's easier for you. You have more energy of yourself and they have less control over you for you to maintain what you've decided is best for you. Mm -hmm. So if you've listened to the podcast at all, you know that I'm big on circuits. And so energetic cords are no different. You can usually, if you can visualize the cord, see, is the energy a full circuit? Am I funneling energy into this person? And that's why I feel so drained around them. Or on the flip side, do I feel really icky around this person because they are sending me aggressive or possessive energy that I haven't consented to? And I'd like to actually stop that flow altogether. Mm. And one of our friends, she described it that with her and another person that she's in a hot air balloon and she's ready to take off and she's 
tethered to the ground and that man is on the ground. And it's like, yeah, you've got such a strong energetic bond that this is what's literally holding you down. And she's like, if I could break free from this, I could go on this adventure and live my best life. But instead, I'm still just hovering Mm -hmm. right above the ground. Mm -hmm. And so again, a reminder that these may be people you love. Often they are. Otherwise, you wouldn't have such deeply rooted connections. Mm -hmm. And so hold on to that heart chakra connection if it's really, really scary to start to release yourself from these bonds. Mm -hmm. And really, what you're trying to often do is have something energetically satisfied. And there's usually a better option out there. Mm -hmm. And often it's going to the divine, going to your higher self. We can brainstorm together different ideas on what you might be seeking. Maybe it's attention. Maybe it's approval. And you need to find healthier options to attach to or to give to yourself maybe um, than that situation or person. Yeah. And maybe it goes back to that fear of if I don't keep up with this news, then I'm not going to know what's happening and I'm not going to be able to protect myself or my family. Mm -hmm. And what's usually happening is you are just obliterating your energy. And so anything that you might have had the wherewithal or the energy to actually do is just shot to hell because your energy has been given to this circumstance, person, whatever, that you really disliked. Well, and even when you just said all of that, of like, I need to do all this protection, that's just root chakra mm-hmm. fucked up talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're unstable. Your root chakra does not feel grounded and mm-hmm. it's not healthy. And so everything feels out of control mm-hmm. and Absolutely. outside of your power. Okay. So we talked about what it is. Why might you not want to do it? Why might you want to do it? How to do it? <laughs> what are we talking about? I know. We've, we've got some action steps for you all. The most common way we usually see it is doing a meditation that is just cutting cords, either with a sword or with light and just breaking the cords between you and another person. I feel like that's it's what you're going to find. common, yeah. Yeah, you're going to find meditations on that if you look on YouTube or on Insight Timer. That's usually what most meditations are talking mm-hmm. about. And it works. Mm-hmm. It so, can or it can't, depending on we're you. We're not and, discounting that at all. Right. Um, some people will just imagine pulling the cords out of themselves and handing them back to the other person. Mm-hmm. That's not my favorite route, but that's, again, that's a preference thing. So everybody's going to kind of practice this and see what feels best to them. We'd love to hear from people who are already doing this as well. What's been working for you? Right. And if you have a technique we don't talk about, please yeah, do let that. Yeah, know. Mm-hmm. So personally, I'll call on Archangel Michael um, because I just innately feel very safe with him and I trust him to be able to remove the cord Mm -hmm. and I will have him remove the cord and actually give it back to the other person's angel or guide so that there doesn't even have to be an energetic exchange between me and this person if I'm really trying to cut any kind of connection with them. Mm -hmm. And that's just a really smooth way to do it. Because for me, I really struggle sometimes with seeing things a certain way visually. And so it can fuck up my expectation of something. And then I get turned around and it's not really helpful. So for me, when I've done the cutting cords in the past, I'm like, that didn't cut deep enough or that didn't cut a straight line. And then I get all twisted up and things that don't matter. Right. Leo likes things to look a certain way. (laughs) really do. Amber says that six months into a tight quarantine bubble. Yeah. So, um, but the thing about when you are 
giving your cords to your higher self or to your guide or to a, a divine being and then giving it to the other person's um, same, you know, higher self, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, is it's like, it's not even personal. No. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm having this higher level of myself take care of this situation amongst yeah it's like we're gonna let the adults hang handle this exactly. like we're just some humans <laughs> i got some petty feelings toward you we don't need to get right. involved in all of that we're just gonna elevate a little bit and we're gonna let someone who has a broader vision take care of this for sure right so you're just gonna be like i trust that this is in the highest good for myself and everyone included so all right so you could cut with a sword or with light, you can hand them off to a divine being or to your higher self. You can give them back to the other person. And one of my favorite ways is to detach them from yourself and visualize or sense or know that you are attaching them to a mirror. And what that's doing is it's letting the person get a little bit of energy back, reflected back to them so they don't know right away that you've detached. And... <laughs> Every time I hear you say this, I think, and this is literally wildly helpful advice, but also so fucking Scorpio. You're like, I'm going to dip out in the middle of the night. You're not even going to know I'm gone. (laughs) And then someday you'll look up and it's been a mirror this whole time. (laughs) It was a mirror. No, that's not what I'm saying. (laughs) What I'm saying is a lot of us have this experience of you're like, I'm cutting that person out. And I've decided today's the day, like no more. <laughs> yeah. like, and then all your friends roll their eyes. Because right. they know in a few hours, we'll be hearing the same fucking story again. No, because the person will come back into your life. Yep. And it's like, they've sensed that you've cut this cord. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I feel like. I don't really like the cord cutting because it's very abrupt. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of like, puts out warning bells to someone mm-hmm. else and they're like oh so there's a disturbance in the <laughs> yeah, forest I better go back and snag that I, person. yeah i gotta go see what's going on with that person because <laughs> yeah. now you are in their mind because they're like oh what's happening and they kind of feel untethered mm-hmm. because depending on how many energy cords you have you could really be tethered to each other yeah so right. they're going to be missing that energy potentially, right. especially could... if you've been funneling them energy yes if they're the narcissist or energy vampire or just at the receiving end of the circuit mm-hmm They're going to notice when you're gone. So this is the trick that I was actually referring to earlier, that if you are in an abusive relationship, this is what I recommend you do, because I would hate for there to be a negative consequence. And so it is kind of an easier way to let the situation unfold, let it cool off a little bit, Mm -hmm. give yourself some time to maybe make other arrangements without the other person feeling really disturbed Mm -hmm. and freaking out for whatever reason. Totally. Also, please, if you can, reach out to someone and get help. Totally. So even if you're not in an abusive relationship, but you have noticed this trend happening of, okay, every time I try to break away from this person, they immediately come back. Like that's when the person, that's when the Aquarians will come back. Those energetic fuckers. <laughs> and fucking Scorpios. So screw you. I'm I don't like, know what you're talking thing. about. Oh you my gosh. So attuned wow. to energy bodies. Oh, I didn't know I was going to be personally attacked during this episode. So I cannot imagine why you would have thought that even four I, months into this little hiatus. I can't imagine. So you're going to visualize attaching it to a mirror and you're just going to do that a little bit every day. And it's like if you have to envision that your entire self is surrounded with mirrors and the person's just like sucked onto the mirrors all around you, you're like, yeah, but you're not on me. Ha ha ha, sucker. <laughs> like I'm dancing on the other side of the mirrors. 
So depending on how you receive the information, you make a different choice based on what you're experiencing. So one of our friends, she envisioned that there was a tree trunk between her and another person. And she had to envision literally like pulling it out of her throat, that it was like blocking all of her speech. And it was huge. And she was like, oh my gosh, like this is what's happening between us. And it's, but she wouldn't have known that. Like that was more helpful Mm -hmm. than envisioning cutting cords. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's really happening? And your intuition's going to tell you what's really happening. Yeah. So that's one of the benefits of doing this work too, is a lot of us have similar relationships that we just repeat over and over and over again. And going in and checking out multiple people's cords that you have with other people is going to be incredibly enlightening because Mm -hmm. it's like, do I ever have full circuits? Am I just forcing my energy onto someone and it's highly overwhelming? Like, imagine if you're a fucking fire hose. How overwhelming. No kidding. If someone's like, I just need you to pull back a little bit. Like, whoa, why is everyone avoiding me? And you're like, oh, that's why. maybe you have really wispy threads that you give to people and so they don't ever feel and connected to you. Right. And maybe it's like they're giving you so much energy mm-hmm. and you're never giving anything back they, to them. Exactly. And so they wonder why isn't this person interested or why is there no level of intimacy? It doesn't feel safe to connect with this person. So I think that when something is kind of shifty in my own life, I go back to the chords and it's often painful. I'm not going to lie. That's <laughs> right. not a little painful. Woo! Yeah, it's no, like, painful. I want you to jump in with the sucker thing. Oh, okay. Well, that's rude. <laughs> that That's my repeating pattern. No, Fuck off. I'm saying. No, that's where I'm supposed to, su- to step in. <laughs> like, if you have a repeating pattern. It was your repeating pattern. When I had to attach, no, well, I was already attached <laughs> to someone, you know, Scorpio with the Scorpio Venus. It's just very attachable <laughs> um, when I like something or someone, you, you know, know, that Scorpio energy just kind of wanna wants to absorb it mm-hmm. into itself. You know, that Scorpio energy likes to merge. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do a little check in with someone who was I felt was like kind of avoiding me and then it was like oh okay so anyone who watches um spider-man you've probably (laughs) seen dr octopus and he has these arms that are like metal and they come out and they attach to things it looked a little bit like that where it was like oh this is this is gross i'm like little suckers all over this person's body and face and everything and they don't like it (laughs) So in that instance, I had to like envision like popping myself off of them and be like, okay, I'll just take that back. (laughs) No big deal. Don't mind me. I'm just going to grab my quartz and (laughs) slide those right back over to me and continue on as you are. Live your life. Oh, man. But that's wildly helpful as I just like embarrass myself telling all of you this. But in future relationships, I was able to be like, okay, what are you doing? How about you let that person live their life? Like, that's weird. You just like assume that they're just living their life and you just live your own life. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's going to be dependent kind of on what you sense and feel and see. And one of our friends had um, a bathroom rod is how like what you would put a a hand towel on in your bathroom. And she envisioned that between her and another person. And she was like, I just had to unscrew it. Mm-hmm. So I go here like easy peasy. Done, done, done. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also had oh, 
with the person who used to give me like energetic orgasms who mm. I've talked about in this Delightful, podcast before. Yes. Oh my gosh. No one else has done that <laughs> in that way. And our energy cords used to look like, um, I would envision it. It was like a basket woven like oh, between us. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is how he's able to make all of this happen. Mm-hmm. Is There's a lot of intertwining. <laughs> happening here what basket weave specifically people are gonna want to know i don't know it was very good when it was good (laughs) but when it was over it was very weird it was like um it was almost like all the air uh, not the air can be sucked out of basket weave but it was like before it was a basket weave of tubes Mm. and then when the relationship was over it like all flattened down and then it was just like i was like wow so that relationship's over. <laughs> Sounds like this person has experience with this method. Um, they were very experienced with energy work. Mm-hmm. So able to like make that all happen. So we don't know what's going to happen when you do it. But be imaginative. Be flexible. Brainstorm with your friends. Or just, you know, brainstorm with yourself. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, okay. I'm just going to respond to what I see. If Leah's saying you're a fire hose, it's like, I'm just going to imagine putting a lid on that or like Mm -hmm. slowing the water down. Yeah. And it does go back to what Amber was talking about earlier. What am I seeking from this relationship? Because Mm -hmm. likely if the energy is a little bit fucked up, it's not about that person at all. Almost 100% of the time, it's not about that person, which is why I think it's really interesting when you talk about putting the energetic cords on a mirror, Mm -hmm. because really we are all using our relationships as mirrors to either hopefully heal ourselves. And so it's interesting to me to think about what does that do when you stick it on an actual mirror, especially with someone that might be a narcissist. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know more about this. Right. It's like, here, no, here's literally your mirror. Yes. There you go. That's what you've been attached to. Yikes. Yeah. When I did some soul searching on why did I have suckers all over that person, <laughs> I was like, okay, I really want attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Leo Ascendant. This is not surprising mm-hmm. that I would want attention. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, I don't need his attention. Exactly. I just needed some attention. Mm-hmm. And as other Leo Ascendants can attest, it doesn't even have to be positive attention <laughs> most of the time. I'm like, I don't know. I just need some attention right now. So, I, I you know. This is why karaoke is really good for Leo Ascendants. <laughs> Leo heavy people in general. Yes. Like, I just need to be on a stage right now. <laughs> microphone. Yes. Um, yeah. So once I realized that, I was like, oh, I can get that lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. And it relaxes the situation. Yeah. And you feel so much better. There's not this urgency that is happening between you and this other person. Ick. Right. And again, what are they consenting to? It's like, right. that person didn't consent to give me a lot of attention all the time. <laughs> right. Right. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. You were demanding it. Right. And so when you are brainstorming, it's like healthy alternatives. And often when you describe all of these things, it's like, oh, I need to go back to the divine. It's like mm-hmm. an excuse or it's a reason. It's drawing you back to the divine because mm-hmm. ultimately that's what a lot of us are seeking. Yeah, 100%. That's kind of the thing. Back to the divine we go. So when we think of the divine, on the flip side, we have the devil, just like with love, we have fear. Mm -hmm. And with the devil card in the tarot, what you have, and we've talked about this, I think, in previous episodes, but a Mm -hmm. quick refresher, is 
the devil sitting above two figures and they are shackled. But when you look closely at that card, the shackles aren't really even closed securely. They can right. literally just lift them right off their heads and free themselves. Mm -hmm. And so it's the same thing with these unhealthy attachments or energetic cords and connections that we have with people. You are the adult. Right. And this is the thing. I think 2020 really illuminated this for both of us. Mm. Maybe you already were here as a Scorpio. Maybe you were born into this energy of... <laughs> no idea what. We're the adults. No one's coming to save us. I don't this think that's true. It. No, I'm like, where's my sir? Can he tell me what <laughs> yes. to do? Why, why, why do I have to uh, be the adult in this situation? Right? I'm like, taking applications. I'm like, has there been a surge in doms and daddies? <laughs> right? Like, what's going going on this year because the has been the really stark shocking realization mm -hmm. of ah fuck we're the adults in the room it's so annoying no it's like sometimes so i think when i'm like wow my mom was younger than me and yes. like making these big decisions and i'm yes. like wow i just really put a lot of pressure on her right <laughs> Once you hit like 25, you really start to realize nobody is an adult. Like at what point is someone even really an adult in your mind? I think to like 70-year-olds and I'm like, but like 90-year-olds must think they're spring chickens. No, well, you know, this is taking us a little off course, but this is one of my favorite stories about my grandmother. Mm -hmm. When she got so mad and my grandmother was in her 70s. And she was so mad at this other woman and going on this huge rant. And my grandmother was a, a strong, powerful Scorpio woman. She can be, she could be very imposing. And Scorpio rage, we've <laughs> both experienced it. And she was so mad at this woman and going on. She's in her 70s. She should know better. Just da 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 da. And her cousin said, just very simply, like 15 minutes into this rant, she was like, I don't think she's 70. I think she's 69. And my grandmother, literally all the anger just went swoop out of her. And she was like, oh, I didn't know anything in my 60s. And then it was all over. She was like, oh, oh, she's only in her 60s. Oh, God, I didn't know anything then. And it was just, oh, yeah. So it's like this weird juxtaposition of so much pressure while simultaneously no pressure because now that we've arrived at this we're adults stage, it's like, oh, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Yep. So a little bit of like... Except we're all shackled, like the devil card. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have our different attachments where, and something might seem so important. And it's like, uh, it's not really that important. And you're acting like this is really holding you back. And then it's kind of sad because it reminds me of the elephant, you know, that they train at a young age uh, that they can't break free. The but then when they're older, they don't realize that they can just, it's just like a tiny mistake yeah. that they could walk away from. Exactly. And mm. I feel like that's kind of how people are on that devil card mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, all you have to do is mm -hmm. just like unattach. All you have to do is break that energetic cord and mm -hmm. it will make things a lot easier to like move on from this situation, whatever that situation is. And I know we all have them. Oh, all of us have them. And I it's what I say about travel often. I love to travel, but I hate the transition. So I love to be in new places, but I hate the experience of the transition of the physical travel, which to me is a lot like releasing yourself from this attachment. It's like the other side without the attachment probably is fucking lovely. Right. But the experience of having to walk yourself right to the edge of cutting that cord or calling in help to cut the cord... 
it's so scary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you can just trust that after you've done it, you're going to feel so much lighter or just completely liberated. Right. Well, so we're telling you you should cut these cords. Doing like, you know, you should do it. I'm like, I should do it too. Like, whatever. We should all do a little cord cutting practice. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have also mentioned you should have permission to take care of yourself. And this might seem really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple other ways that you can do some cord cutting or at least some energetic cleaning. Yeah. If all of this sounds like too much, like, honestly, don't do it. And don't feel guilty about not doing it. Like, we're... In October of 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where we are? I think so. <laughs> this feels like a or wild Or it's still ride. March. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> no. time does not exist. I don't really know what it is. has been highly illuminating. I think it also really validated that time is a construct. Right. Because what was that meme I was reading the other day? It's like, we're in the third year of 2020. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. Exactly. Yes. Yep. So if you're also in the third year of 2020, then you might just want to take a salt soak. Yeah. So that might look like a salt bath if you right. have the luxury of having a bath. Yep. If you don't have the luxury of having a bath, that's okay. You can still benefit from doing a foot soak with Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have Epsom salt, use fucking table yeah. salt. Like yeah. put some kind of table salt salt's into great your for wash. removing energetic ties. Mm-hmm. And Epsom salt is as well. They just work a little bit differently. Right. So either is get some lovely. dead sea salt you can do all different kinds of salt (laughs) put them in your bath you can even get crystals and put them Mm -hmm. in your bath i used to do that a lot for bath soak um you can use crystals around your body and envision those helping to cut cords around Mm -hmm. you you can use a bell i love using a bell to clear my energy that's one of my Mm -hmm. favorite ways to do it and that's literally ringing a bell around your body yeah and it doesn't have to be a bell um if you've ever gone to like readers, sometimes they'll use maracas and shakers and even triangles. I've even seen triangles and mm-hmm. symbols used right. just to break up the energy. So really anything it's the intention. you have. Oh exactly. my gosh. Even um, Florida water yeah. or some kind of aura spray mm-hmm. also clears gunk off of you. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite things too is to do a little splash of Florida water and you can purchase that or make your own. Yeah. You can find those recipes online super easily. So... Whatever feels like it's going to be the most supportive to you right now is what we want you to do. And if that sounds like a nap and you have the luxury of doing that, please choose that. Mm -hmm. And going back to the baths really quickly, if you can do a float tank somewhere in your area, those are lovely. Mm -hmm. And we do have one in the Palmer area if you are in Alaska. And it is called Float Alaska. And you can tell them that School of Woo Woo sent you and you can get 10% off of your first float. But you go in, they have all the things for you, shampoo, conditioner, towels. You just have to arrive. Mm -hmm. And then you bathe and you get into this float tank and it suspends you because there's so much salt and it's dark and you just float. It's womb-like. And I think Mm -hmm. right now, going back to that divine feminine energy of that womb safety would be really really soothing for a lot of people because Mm -hmm. as we just discussed if you're realizing also we're the adults in the room there's nobody else coming to save us and I don't mean that to be scary I mean it to be empowering you can call in your spirit crew and they Mm -hmm. will assist you but we are being called to step into our own light at this phase and that can feel really scary but also hey turn on your own lantern yeah. That's going to make it a lot less scary. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, one of the other things that you can do is if you don't want to focus on these ties at all, again, for whatever your reasons are, you can also just envision putting your energy on something that you want in your life. Because over time, as we said earlier, energy is flowing where attention goes. So if you're putting your attention on something else, you over time, it's a little bit more of a longer process, but it doesn't have to be as abrupt of having less energy going to what you don't want. So Mm -hmm. you're just focusing on what you do want and you're letting your attention go there and you're letting that become stronger over time. Mm -hmm. It's taking me back to, for some reason, listening to you talk about that is reminding me of people complaining about that COVID-19 weight gain. Mm-hmm. and you get so focused on the weight gain and that's mm-hmm. where your energy is then. And so then you start to really think about like, I've done these horrible things and you're sitting in shame. You fucking ate during the middle of a pandemic when you were asked to stay home right. and cope with something that none of us in our lifetimes had ever been <laughs> right. tasked with coping during one of the most chaotic times in history. Right. You did good, y'all. You yeah. are doing so well <laughs> and your body job. is doing just as well. Mm-hmm. So don't get wrapped up in that negativity. Really, like Amber's saying, it's that energy of... Look at how well I survived this. Look at, you guys, this is what endlessly surprises me. Your mm. clothes may not stretch, but your skin is just like, I'm going to meet you wherever you are. I'm going <laughs> to flex with you up. I'm going to flex with you down. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, hey, yay to skin. Yay. <laughs> um, so I might have gotten us off track there a little bit, but all that to say that you can use this method in any part of your life. So whether right. it be, I want to use my energy and focus on people that I love. And that's a great thing because check those cords. Yeah. Take a peek. They're going to be so pretty and it's mm. going to be a really great way to kind of understand how circuits work because likely a lot of people in your life, if you're fortunate, you're going to have these lovely circuits of love that you're sharing and joy. Right. If you're looking at a relationship or a situation that you are fulfilled in, that's the cord that you want to be kind of Mm -hmm. checking it out and then modeling other relationships on that cord. Like, oh, I want this kind of energetic relationship. And that's the feelings and emotions that you can start sending other people around you or not at all, which is what Amber's saying. You can hone more energy in on all of those lovely cords Mm -hmm. and start to kind of feel how that's going to vibrationally actually lift your energy and allow you to separate more from negativity in your life right? just naturally. So you don't have to work at it at all, which is, just to wrap this up one more time, the only point I was trying to make with the COVID-19, which is, it's like, don't focus on what you don't want to eat. Focus on the things that make you feel really good. Yeah. And the shame, that is like a... That will twist you up and tie you down faster than almost anything other than fear. Yeah. So cutting the cords to shame and guilt and fear will also, you'll just float right up. Right. It's very heavy. Wait. (laughs) Shame. Shame and guilt of that's heavier than whatever the COVID-19 was. (laughs) Totally. <laughs> I promise you that's weighing only so much most people do. down, right? Yeah. More than any actual weight. Yes. 100%. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for attending class. We were so happy to be back here. This felt like a homecoming for me. Yes, it was great to be back with all of you students. And we want you to 
take what you can from this episode and work on your energetic cords and cutting what isn't working for you. And then reference back to the homework earlier. Not the COPPA episode. Not the COPPA episode. <laughs> the <laughs> rate, review, subscribe uh, homework that was given by Leah earlier. Bye, students. Bye, class. As promised, you made it to the end. Yay! We want to make it worth your while. Yes. So, this is the first time we're going to give you something random at the end of an episode that isn't homework. And we're so excited. We are so excited. Because a Scorpio and an Aquarius are crediting us with helping them get engaged. Ah! We love love. So apparently they used the Scorpio and Aquarius episodes to learn how to better communicate with one another. Can y'all believe it? We had our first proposal and she said yes! Yay! Congratulations! So there you have it. Something good did happen in 2020. (laughs) 